0: I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Codependent Podcast. We are joined with a super exciting guest today. We have Bella on the podcast. I'm so excited. We're so excited. Bella Weems Lambert. Is that
1: right? Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) I know. I called you Bella Weems to Jamie the other day and she's like, it's Lambert now. And I was like, Like, that's just... Am I saying that right? Is it <laughs> yes. Weems, right? Weems Lambert, Yeah. Okay, okay. Awesome. That's perfect. Your maiden is Weems, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we ran into Bella at a market here. That first market we ran into you when we had Alicia, because you and Alicia know each other, and we talked for a little bit, and we we're like, yep. oh my gosh, we'd love to have her on the podcast, and then we went to your market at your warehouse, yes. and again, we're just like, oh, we just love Bella. She has so much, like... So much to her. So much to share. <laughs> yes. So we're so excited to have her on today. Why don't you just give us a little... Introduction Who you are, where you're from. I know you have your dogs to talk about. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> <A dog.
2: laughs> you mean my dog. child, my <laughs> little child, my son. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bella Lambert, and I grew up in Arizona. I, I love Arizona, you guys. Oh, like, I'm like no, a I'll never leave. I love it here. Like, yeah. did you grow up in Gilbert? I grew up in Gilbert. I love it here so much, and I just love the sunshine. Like, I feel like that's just why I love it so much here. But
0: have you ever? lived anywhere else?
2: Never. Never. Okay. I could never imagine. I'm just kidding.
0: Don't go to Idaho. (laughs) It's not
2: fun. (laughs) But I love it here so much. And I'm a business owner. I started my business here in Arizona. So um, yeah, I've just been doing my business for the last 12 years. And I'm married to the love of my life, Dallin. (laughs) And we have a YouTube channel together. And we kind of just do all social media stuff. And we love it. What, your YouTube is it called Della Vlogs, right? Della Vlogs, oh, yeah. That's
0: so cute. Nice. I love that. Yeah, it's fun. When did you guys start YouTube? Did you? you started by yourself, right? Yeah. Before you guys got married.
2: So I started my YouTube channel like way back in the day. You know, I wanted to be a YouTuber, all that kind of (laughs) stuff. Um, And I would post every once in a while. But then once we got married and in 2020, we started, well, before 2020, actually 2020 is when our channel started doing really well. But before that, we started just posting like from our travels and different things like that because we always love traveling. But then 2020, we started taking it a little more seriously. And that's but everybody was home
1: for COVID, and so it just started kind of taking off around then. I feel like that's when a lot of, um, like, a lot of social media stars, if you could say, have like, like, blew up. Yeah. It just it was yeah. the time, and if you got in at that time, like, it was just so good. Everybody was, was just yeah. like, like, toned in to everybody, everybody was, else's home. Life. Exactly. was home. <laughs> yeah, there was we were all a little bored. <laughs> They're like, okay, what? Else, what is everybody else doing? <laughs> like, is everybody else just as bored as me? <laughs> so true.
0: So. You guys have traveled a ton. Yes. Where's your favorite place you've been? Oh, my goodness. That is,
2: like, so hard to choose because every place that you go is so different. So different. And I love, like, learning a new culture and trying new foods. Like, I love trying all the new foods.
0: You and Jamie can go on a trip together. Let's go. (laughs) I can Um, buy some chicken strips. (laughs) Oh,
2: my gosh. Um, One of my favorite places is definitely Kenya, Africa. We just went there, and it was incredible. The people and the food, like, everything. The animals um, and also the Maldives. I just... Oh yeah. Yeah. Our mom's been to the
0: Maldives and she loved loved it. it. Loved it. Incredible.
2: Like it's just like your eyes like can't even fathom that you're looking at something so beautiful. Like it's so real. Okay,
0: maybe you could help us then because we're trying to plan our graduation trips for our husbands. We are between two different places. Have you been to Tahiti?
2: Ooh, actually, yes, I have. Okay.
0: I'm between Tahiti and Positano. Oh, okay. Two (laughs) amazing places. That is so hard. They're very different. Very different. We're not bringing the kids. Yeah. Keep that in mind.
2: Okay, so if you want just chill, relaxation, it's Tahiti. Yes. If you want to, like, walk up a million stairs every day to get something, Positano. I don't know And honestly, I feel like Positano is more of, like, you could see it all in two days. Okay. It's super small. Um, But Tahiti, you could be there for a week and you could do a lot of fun. Okay. That's
0: helpful. Okay.
1: So
2: I don't know. I feel like I just made my decision. (laughs) I know.
1: I, I thought my mind was made up on Positano, but I'm kind of, I might be going back on it. If you do Positano, you might need to do something else.
2: Yeah. So if you do Positano, I would go into, um, Rome. I would.
0: We've been to Rome. We okay. went last year. So we've done Italy. We did Rome, Venice, oh. and Florence last year. And so yeah. I'm kind of like, maybe I don't need to go back to Italy. Maybe I need to try something new.
2: Okay, I'm going to throw something out there. Oh, I think you guys should go to Turks and Caicos. <gasps> you just went there. I just went there, and I am obsessed. I think really? you need to go more than Tahiti.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Wait, <gasps> really? I don't know. That's a bold statement. That Bella. is a really bold statement. Okay, wait. I don't know. I just, I really you liked loved it. it. I but loved did, it.
0: Did you have an overwater bungalow?
2: Okay, that's the only thing. If you want the overwater bungalow, then you have to go to Tahiti. You have. That to. That is an experience. That's like a once in a lifetime type of thing. It is literally a once in a
1: lifetime. Like yeah. I
0: have been supporting my husband through school for seven years now. You deserve the like, over the water bungalow. Just, I need a trip. Like this is DJ's yeah. trip, but it's like it's actually more for me. It's yeah. actually my trip. It's too. actually Come on. my trip. Like, you deserve it. I've really supporting you. Okay, well that's helpful. I actually really do want to do Turks and Caicos. I think. Turks and Caicos could be really fun with with my kids. Yeah, they do have yes. like a lot of good kid resorts in Turks and Caicos, totally. and so maybe we'll take the kids to there. Yeah, you know, maybe, but not for the graduation trip. I'm like, gonna I'm gonna look into both of them. Like, yeah, get it, no, no, it. I gotta it. No, all of them. Just do it all. Decide honestly. Do you no. guys have any big trips coming up? we're going
2: to Cancun this next week oh, I'm yay. really excited that's actually my business we um, do a trip every year for all of our top earners in the company that's so awesome. are you hiring <laughs> <laughs> was like, so. Was like, so can I come
1: to Cancun <laughs> I'm going to be a top earner I'll give you a week that is so funny <laughs> No, that's so, so cool. we're
2: doing that and then we're hoping to go to Costa Rica after that so oh, yay fun. I love I it I don't know I love yeah. it and on my bucket list this year I really want to go to Tiger Beach and do the shark dive it's like you scuba dive with these massive tiger sharks it's been on my bucket list fun story I had, we had it booked when we first got married and then I ended up getting the chicken pox the same what? week. the same week we were supposed to dive with the sharks. And I'm like, maybe this is a sign that I shouldn't I be doing not this. Do this. So
0: maybe if you get sick before it again, then we I know just say we're not going to do it. Never, that's, that's never gonna get off I of will goodness. not be joining <laughs> you <laughs> on that one, but call me in Cancun.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see those videos. That's going to be incredible. I'm so I'm excited. Way, I'd be way too scared. No, there's but, no way. Have I, you been to Belize?
2: No, never been to Belize. Belize was
0: amazing. Oh. We loved Belize. We went last year. That is awesome. That is a fun trip. Yeah, that, that looked fun. I'll, I'll add, add it really to fun. my list. Added yeah, I want to go everywhere, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yep.
1: Yep. that's my goal. Like, I want to go everywhere. Yes. I totally me, get too. that. That's awesome. Okay, going back to your company. You, I was just about to say that. We're on <laughs> the same page. <laughs> um, okay, so I originally told Bella, I was like, you started when you were 16. And she's like, no, I didn't. I started when I was 14. Yeah, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> <laughs> so... I want to talk about that. Like what inspired you to do that? And where did your idea come from? And tell us what the company is.
2: Yeah. So my company, it started as Origami Owl. Now it's Think Goodness, which is basically just like the brand umbrella. And we have a bunch of brands under that. We've kind of expanded and grown as the years have gone on. But I started my company when I was 14 because I went to my parents. I I basically was like, so you guys are buying me a car, right? For my 16th birthday. And then they started laughing and were like, in this family, if you want a car, you have to earn it. And I was like, dang it. So I started thinking of different things that I could do. And I saw online lockets. I've always loved jewelry. And I wanted to kind of just like reinvent the locket and put charms inside. And so... I just started, I bought some wholesale. I started selling them out of my house and I ended up. to your friends and like church. Yeah, to friends and family, to church, like different people like that. And um, I quickly realized that people loved them. And so um, basically I started selling them at boutiques every day after school, like on the weekends, just anytime that I could, I would be selling my jewelry. And then it kind of just blew up once we, we opened a mall kiosk in the Chandler Mall. Wow! No Chandler way, yeah, Chandler yeah. Mall. Good old Chandler Mall, right outside of Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh my you know. goodness! Um, and you
0: worked that mall kiosk.
2: Oh yeah, I was. Wow. I had just turned fifteen, I think, when we started the mall kiosk, and it was around the holiday season. So we you were like perfect timing. Yeah we signed like a one month lease and we ended up staying for months because people would not let us leave. They loved our product so much. And so, um, yeah, I would just go in every day after school, be doing my homework at the register and selling the jewelry. And wow, yeah, Oregon Meow ended up kind of taking off. Um, we, we ended up launching as a social selling business and we just couldn't even imagine the amount of growth that we experienced. It was, so wild so your
0: mom had to help you at some point
2: oh yeah <laughs> both of my parents definitely helped me they they really have always been very motivational and inspiring That's so cool and they they just helped me so much. They just, be- I think the biggest thing they helped me with is they just believed in me. Yeah. Like, I yep. feel like that's the one thing that just like gave me confidence For and sure. made me feel like I could do anything. And that's something that I want to implement with my kids is yep. like, I want to make sure they know that like, I believe in anything, like anything, you anything do, they want to do. do it. Yeah. And that's so, so cool. It's something I definitely learned. Um, but yeah, it ended up taking off while I was in high school. And the crazy thing is it ended up being, um, we hit $250 million wow. in like our first year.
1: Holy crap. Um,
2: and then like good morning America was coming to my school. Like I was in Forbes and Yahoo and like it, it oh my goodness! changed my life. Um, but the thing that I've Were you always just like,
1: what is happening? Yeah. Like, I, how is
2: this my life? I really, like, I still can't believe that I was like you, that happened. It's so wild. Um, But the thing that I've definitely really learned from my business is the importance of giving back and like what you put into the world comes back to you. I I really believe in that. And so we, throughout the, since the very beginning of our company, we've believed in being a force for good. And that's something now, what I'm so passionate about with Think Goodness, that's so cool, is the reason we started Think Goodness, it's actually a nonprofit organization. Every order gives back. And so it's just like a bigger way for us to give back in our community and give back to people. We've just always believed
1: in that. I love that. And so Now, what other companies or brands are under, thank goodness. Wait, did you get your car? I ended up getting yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I always forget
2: that. But yes, I ended up getting a Jeep Wrangler. I still have her. I named her Owlis. O W L I C E. Oh, Owlis because Origami it. Owl Yep. So yep. cheesy. So fun. Hey, you know what? Um, you 14. I 15. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, but that was such a special moment and the reason I will never get rid of that car is I feel like every time I look at it it makes me remember those goals and dreams that I had and it, it's just like a reminder of yeah. being able to do anything. So
1: that is so cool. Is it blue?
2: It isn't. Oh, yeah, okay. I need, I need to do that. I really should wrap it blue. I don't know it's,
1: why I thought it would be blue. I would it's a think white it's Jeep. orange. Yeah, it's why a I white it was Jeep. Orange? <laughs> do you have a picture of an orange Jeep somewhere? I don't,
2: but <laughs> maybe I should wrap it blue and orange. Oh, yeah. you, no, that would be no. not yeah, you're like. Just do no, no, no. blue.
0: <laughs> Oh, that's so You were talking cool. about Think Goodness. What's like yeah. underneath the brand of Think Goodness?
2: Okay. So right now, Thank Think Goodness, we have Origami Owl, of course. We're never going to get rid of Origami yeah. Owl. No. Um CMYK Cosmetics.
1: Which just started, yeah. right? This last yes. year. I'm wearing the mascara today. Uh, uh, Jamie the used their
0: lip gloss the other day, and I was like, the lip oil. Beyond obsessed oh, with it. Oh, I'm so it's glad so you good. love it. Yes, we're,
2: I love it. We're obsessed with all the products. It's basically a clean makeup brand. I love There's that. Um, you don't realize how many chemicals are in our makeup and especially dealing with fertility myself. I am really passionate about using clean products because what you put on your skin goes in your skin. And I never realized that until I started really looking into the products that were in, all the ingredients in all of my products, of products. Um, so yeah we have CMYK which is clean cosmetics we have willing beauty which is clean skincare so that's another thing that I'm passionate about is obviously all the clean products so we created a clean skincare line I love um, it and then we. knows
1: I'm a, I'm a g- clean, oh, clean yeah. skincare you clean makeup girly it's, it's <laughs> so
2: good yeah uh, and I really am passionate about those products it's changed my skin um, and then we also have Intuitive Wellness it's a wellness brand so oh, oh cool
1: what do, you, what do you sell or what do you do for that brand so
2: the wellness brand was actually started by our dear friend, Dr. J and we partner with him, but basically it, um, we have different capsules for different things. So it's like, um, we have a sleep aid, which is amazing, oh, awesome. a sleep capsule and everything is like super natural and clean. All the I ingredients love that. We have a focus blend, like just different things like that. that.
0: I do need the focus, actually. Oh, I need the focus. <laughs> I just actually started taking a gummy that is like a focus gummy. Yep. And I actually feel like it helps. That's, That's good. good. So good. it might be a placebo, but it also might help. So <laughs> honestly, at that point, like if it just helps, it helps. If it helps, helps. No, literally. I'll have to get you some of that. Yeah, stuff. I you actually need really need you some. Need so it. I don't it's have to good. take like Adderall or something <laughs> with
2: my ADHD. That would not be good for you. Yeah.
0: No, not as <laughs> clean. Not as not clean. As That's clean. really cool that you kind of went from like this jewelry, jewelry brand because, like, that's what you were really interested in when you were 14 to, yeah. like, kind of carrying it to, like, adulthood. Like, yeah. now these are the things that you, like, really care about. like clean your passion. Beauty, clean makeup. Passion. Like, that's yeah. really cool that you were able to, like, kind of just it kind of has grown with you
2: it has it definitely has grown with me I just feel like it I, It does hit a little bit of every single one of my passions and I love it. the biggest thing is that it gives back like we're able to give back in our community all of our team members at our office are super passionate about giving back and we try to do different activities to help in our community and we
0: love that when we sell dresses we donate them to there's a place called Helen's Hope Chest here oh, in Mesa I love, yeah we love Helen's and Hope so Chest and so we donate to them every dress sold we give a dress Yes. Oh, yes. So oh my god! that's like been awesome there's just like something really special about like being in a place and position now that like we back. can give to like the things that we yeah. like truly love and care about like it's just like it's we so obviously cool. really have like a special place for foster
1: care and yes. so we knew we wanted to implement it somehow and that's Aww. like kind of the way like it's, and it's cool to see like when we bring stuff there she's like these girls like don't get like the babies and even the teenagers, like they don't, they like, they don't have an opportunity to like get a cute dress. And like they, some of our dresses are like fancier. They can wear it to like a dance or like whatever. And so it's been really neat to like bring it and them to be, they told us like when we brought our Christmas dresses, they like were snatched immediately. And so we're like, we'll bring more. Like how many do you need? Like we just we want to like help as much as we can so I definitely love that and I love that your brand name really represents that like you're thinking thank good goodness. and you're like yeah yeah that's thank really you. cute so, I really love your that. guys's office is amazing when oh, did you move in you. there
2: we moved in there about a year ago okay yeah now we're in Gilbert we our, our original offices were always in Chandler oh but yeah we wanted to move to Gilbert did you grow
0: up in Chandler or Gilbert no. Gilbert? Um. so
2: I grew up like when I was little in Chandler okay but then when I was 13 we moved to Gilbert okay so I feel like like my whole like high school Life life yeah. like
0: where did you go to high school
2: i went to perry high school perry. okay cool yeah oh yeah. we
0: know people at perry Ooh, yeah I don't know. we'll probably yeah. know somebody when did you graduate
2: 2014 go pumas <laughs> I,
0: love it. I actually love perry and Me i too. also really like the name perry you do it's like on that my name. baby name list <gasps> there you go because we have like payson and pierce oh, and then perry that i actually be so I, cute i love perry I, it's on my list i only have like two names so and then, then your kids could go away. to perry yeah that then they could go to perry exactly so when did you meet dallin tell us all about that oh my
2: goodness so I met Dallin when I was 18. I had a roommate at the time. Um, I had like a little house party at my house and my roommate had met this guy one time and she messaged him and was like, Hey, do you want to come over tonight? And he invited, he invited his sister who was dating Dallin at the time. (gasps) The tea, oh. the tea. <laughs> tea. Uh, and then they all they showed up to the party and I was meeting so many new people that night. Um, just made a bunch of friends and I ended up becoming good friends with Dallin. We were friends for a year and we would like go on like double dates and he would be with like another girl, I'd be with another guy. Different things like that. And then um, he wasn't dating anyone. I wasn't dating anyone. And then like a year after we were friends, he's like, actually, I do really like you. He's like, oh, wait. And then uh, we started dating. And then he told me right when we first started dating, he's like, in six months, we're going to be engaged. And I was like, you are insane. Like, You're like no way. There's no Wait, chance. We love a confident king. I know. <laughs> Honestly, it kinda it kinda scared me. I was like, who does this guy think he is? Like you
1: think he- that you can snatch me up that quick. Like we'll seriously. Was he? Like,
0: we'll
1: come six on. Six months later. Come
2: on. And then six months later we were engaged. He surprised me in Paris. <gasps> Oh, it, that's my yeah.
0: that's my dream. Literally. My second proposal, <laughs> my second wedding, he better <laughs> propose in Paris.
2: <laughs> I still can't believe that he was able to pull that surprise off. Um, yeah, I was at the Eiffel Tower and I felt someone grab me from behind and I turned around and it was him. You didn't know he was there. I had no idea he was even in Paris. Are you kidding? Yeah, I was there with my mom. We were invited to the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show oh. back when that was still a thing. Oh, um, that is so cool. And so then right before we were at the Eiffel Tower, and we were just taking pictures and my mom was taking a bunch of pictures of me and then I felt someone just grab me from behind and he had told me he was snowboarding with his family in Utah but turns out he was in Paris and then did he stay? yeah he ended up staying so it was nice like we he stayed with us and it was so it was such a fun trip that's a really cool story yeah
0: that's so amazing. Fun. How long were you guys engaged for?
2: We were engaged for 4 months. Okay. So it was pretty quick, but <laughs> when you know you know. Weeks, yeah. So <laughs> I get it. When you know you know and we were just ready. We you were we ready. weren't going to live with each other until we were married. So yeah. we were just like ready to You're start ready. life. Totally.
0: Yeah. And you had known him for so long already that it just made sense.
2: It just made sense and everything kind of fell into place and so we ended up having a carnival wedding. I remember it that. It was so fun. That yeah, It was so
0: cute. It I was, totally remember
2: seeing photos of it that. It was a dream. We had a Ferris wheel. And so our first date, we ended up going to this little parking lot carnival. Like the jankiest little carnival ever. I love that. Ever.
0: Like and at then, like Superstition Mall. Yes. Like, it was like those ugh, are so that. janky.
2: But it wasn't even there. It There was no one... There, we were the only people at this entire carnival except for the workers, and so we went on the Ferris wheel and then we went on the swings and all that stuff. And then for our wedding, we knew we wanted to do like a carnival theme because that was like our first date. We wanted to kind of like do something like that. fun and, like and different. It turns out we had hired, we didn't even realize, so our wedding day, the same exact carnival to come do our wedding because we noticed the same workers from the night of our first date they were still they were there oh my god so and we like looked back at pictures and it was the it same was the ferris same. wheel the same swings oh, how goodness. fun is that it was that's awesome yeah. that's was amazing. what kind of food did you have there we had all carnival food so we actually catered canes chicken that's what I did so you did
1: high
0: oh five, five. That's that's amazing. Amazing. we are
2: like two peas this is the best <laughs> and we had waffle love there we had a hot dog fu- hot Hi. dog food truck
0: cotton candy cut,
2: all the cotton okay. candy like all
1: the sweets like a, all the carnival foods yes. you know oh, they, you so need, so need to do like a
0: vow renewal so that
1: we can go yes. to yes.
0: the carnival yeah, I will do that <laughs> you need to do
1: like have you 10 like a 10 year yes. like a 10 you know year what? redo we're gonna redo a carnival yeah. and we're <laughs> I've really thought about that like no. I really would love to do that 100 that would be so cool I how, long, the exact same how long, long have you guys been married six
2: years in March okay, okay. it's so
1: it goes by so it fast by so are you fast. seven years in May seven years in May wow so I guess it. Yeah. it goes by it so goes fast by quick I like seven years feels like so long I'm like yeah I really known you that long I like I feel like I've been graduated from high
0: school for like four years no, so I've been married for six so like doesn't, math doesn't add up
1: I feel like a newlywed still
2: and I'm yes. like wait we're but that's actually not a good not.
1: thing that's yeah. like a good that's what you want you want to feel yeah. that yeah that's you a do. good thing you do so how did how did how was it like incorporating Dallin into like your businesses and into YouTube yeah. and like how was all of that so Dallin, I like
2: feel like he's a genius. Like he's so smart. He's way smarter than me. Um, <laughs> so <cute>. so <laughs> it's, it's so nice to have someone like that, especially when you're a business owner, oh, because yeah. he's so good at just like, he just knows so many things I didn't even realize he Brings knew. In, like brand new ideas. Yeah. <laughs> but he actually doesn't work for my business at all. He has like, oh. he doesn't do anything with my business. I kind of like own that as my thing. I love it. Um, he does all of our social media full time. Okay. So he does like our whole YouTube and everything like he edits and I mean we we do have an editor but he still edits on top of our editor like yep. he's so passionate about it I love that. um and like he manages all of our social media brand deals and like different things like that so do you guys have a manager or we do have okay, a manager okay. yeah but Dallin works hand in hand with our manager yep. I feel like I'm like I'm the talent I, <laughs> I love <the> it that <laughs> TikTok
1: is the best <laughs> like, ever <laughs> I, I don't have, have to, worry to worry
2: about that. things like that I'm the <laughs> talent so that's I literally like it. I feel like my life with Dallin he's so great like, but that's he,
0: exactly what you probably needed Yes. Like, I if you didn't have somebody on your corner, like, <clears throat> helping you with that stuff, like, maybe you wouldn't be doing social media as much as you are today. 100%. Like, I yep. feel like I
2: wouldn't have the time. And so it's so nice that he can just, just like, do all take that. Take over.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, no, I love that. That's so cool. I know. Sometimes I feel like, like, I, like, look at other people whose husbands, like, won't even, like, be in a video or anything. And I'm, like, I don't have DJ, like, at home, like, editing for me because he's, like, obviously in his, like, doctorate. But at least he'll, like, be in videos with me. Like, it's so nice to be with somebody who's passionate about the same thing that you're passionate about. Because then it's not, like... You're dragging him along or anything like I watch your yeah. guys' videos. Like he
1: loves doing it,
0: so yeah. it makes you, it even you more special. Can feel
1: it, like you can feel it in, yeah. in oh, the videos and you. in the YouTubes. Like you can feel that he loves it. He's so much. not being forced. Yes, no,
2: no, I exactly. feel like yeah, we we really do love it, and we only put out videos now that we're passionate about. I feel like in the past we yes. like put out like videos just to like get a video up yeah, or like trend and, yeah, like, and then you trend. look back on it
0: and you like hate it and it's honestly and I can't.
2: like cannot watch our first videos like yeah. at all. Like,
0: it's okay, we can't listen to our first. Podcast episode, like it's like (laughs) so bad. I'm like,
2: please, whatever you do, don't Don't go go back back and don't watch our recent videos. (laughs) But like, I feel like, yeah, back in the day when we first started, like we were like we had learned from some friends who were doing it. They're like, you just have to like put out everything and like do this trend, do that every single content. And it's like at that point we kind of just like took a step back after like. For a while, and we were just like, what are we doing? Like, are we putting out videos that we like? Or are we just, yeah. like, trying to get a video done? And so now it's, like, strictly, like, only videos we like. We actually haven't posted in over a month. It's just been, like, a whole like, like a little
1: we, breather and like a little, we needed like,
2: like some time off especially like, we've been dealing with like infertility stuff yeah, and like just like things behind the scenes that we just needed some time off you but time. we're posting like this next week I think so I'm really excited
1: oh good do you have like one that
2: like a one ready? we have to- like 10 videos in the okay. bank okay. We're just, like, oh that's okay. awesome we just kind of
1: decided to just like take a little breather I love that. we're gonna come back soon I feel like you you've been kind of posting on your TikTok like yes you do you're doing like your thing yeah but just not like YouTube is that kind of what you're referring to you yeah. haven't posted a YouTube
2: just like YouTube yeah I just feel like there's so many like sometimes it's hard like so many people have different opinions of like different things and like yep. it's just so hard to like sometimes it's nice to just like step away yeah take a minute and then like feel refreshed and go back into it and be passionate again yep. I feel like you can like run yourself so so yeah like so we- dry.
1: We literally were just yeah. talking about doing a podcast episode on burnout. Like yeah, it's, it's so real. It
2: is so real, especially like even like with my business and stuff. Yep. There, there's times where it's like, I just like need a, a minute to like rethink, like, what am I doing? What can we do better? And sometimes you have to step away yeah. in order to do that. And
1: yeah. like have a clear picture. Even on
0: Thursday, we were supposed to like come into work with a nanny all day and I called Jamie on Wednesday night and I was like, I feel like I haven't been home. Yeah. I feel behind on everything at home. I feel like I haven't gotten to see my kids. Like... Do you think we could just, like, just take a step back and just not work on Thursday? Because I just feel like I just needed, like, a break, you know? So, it's good. But also... We need to talk about your new music. Oh, yeah. I, we listened to it, and it's oh, so – Oh, my gosh. It is so good. Thank you it so much. It is so good. I love your singing videos.
1: Oh I
2: really love them. Thank
0: you so much. They're so much. good. So this new single, what is it called?
2: This Is What I Get. This yeah. Is What I Get. So, yeah, I, I wrote This Is What I Get at, like, a hard time in my life. I just, like, had, like, a friendship breakup. That's you know, right. like, I feel well, we like everybody kind of deals with that, and, yeah. like – it's super hard and I wanted a song that people could relate to I feel like there wasn't like a friendship breakup anthem
1: there I, there truly isn't it's always boys <laughs> I was gonna say yes.
0: sometimes I'll like listen to like a boy breakup song but I'll like yeah. kind of put it into friend terms like yeah, trying to make like, it like work oh, in my head because
1: like yeah. when you're when you're like best friends and close to, to people like it truly it's, does feel like a strong it,
0: relationship. like it, it is tells yeah. them everything they know everything about you like Friendship breakups, especially when Some, you're an adult, yeah. are really, hard. really hard. Someone
2: that you thought was going to be there for, like, all your big moments. Yes. And, like, someone you thought you would be there for. And someone you cared so much so about. Much about. That's, like, the hardest thing ever. So yeah. I wrote the song. Um, uh, Like, people, like, are coming for me right now. They're like, you're still not over. And, like, for me, like. Was, I, it, was it, like, a thing? I, f- I don't
0: know. Like, like was uh, it a social media thing? It's like, how do people yeah. know who to do? I feel like it
2: definitely was a social media so thing, know. but like okay. people, I've, I feel like some people know, some people don't, definitely. but like, I feel like I just needed like, you I needed know. it
1: for you. And at the yeah. end of the day, like, That's what's important. I feel like our like theme is like passion, like, yeah. and if you're passionate about it and if it means something to you, like then put it out there. I also yeah. like listened to the song a million times.
0: Like <laughs> there's nothing bad in there. Like it's your feelings and how Thank you felt you. like.
1: I just
2: I do feel like totally healed from the situation, which is nice. And that's actually I waited for a long time to put the song out. Um, I bet. And I, you were ready until I was ready, yeah. and for you. Th- until I felt healed from the situation. I didn't yeah. want to like be petty or like put it yeah. out at a bad time. Like yeah. I just wanted to feel healed and like good about it. Um, but the thing that I love about music, like the the literal thing I love so much about writing, is it captures like a moment in time that's what every song is about like if you think about it like it captures a specific moment and then when you can like go back and like relive that moment but then you can be totally healed and you're out of the moment you're out of the moment yeah and so that's what I like I actually have more music coming out about like just different topics in my life so
1: excited thank you so excited
2: but it's just like I feel like every song that I've written like I can like distinctly remember like the moment that I was in, like when I wrote that song. Which
0: that's what the song should be because that's when you feel the feelings of it and you want to feel what you're feeling in a song, you know? Like, I bet you feel a lot of like emotions when you're listening to that song and it takes you back to those moments that were really, really hard.
2: Yeah. I also have to say with my last song, this is what I get. I didn't know when to put it out there. Um, but did you know you actually with, with music, you have to upload it a month in advance. What? So you upload it a month in advance before, um, yeah. So like I set my date that I wanted it to be uploaded and I've I promoted it for like weeks and weeks and I was super excited about it. So like a lot of people are like, why did you choose that specific day or why did you do that? And it just like, it it just happened. So like, yeah, I felt like a really good time and I'm really excited for my next one. It's coming soon. Yay. I can't wait. I'm actually like, it's crazy. I'm uploading like, my next one, like this week, in order to be ready for like, for like a, month a month in advance. So I'm like, oh my goodness, the process they make it so hard. They make it
1: hard. Where do you like record? Like, have you always been into music?
2: Yes. So I've recorded with multiple different producers. My friend Austin Jones, who's actually local, he's amazing. Um, but I recorded this all my last music and all the music I'm putting out in the future with my friend Mira Housy. She's in L.A., oh, so nice. I fly to her. And then my friend Jake Clark, who is an incredible singer and, like, so awesome. Love I it. He helps me write, so...
0: Oh, that's, that's awesome. I go to LA. I love that you write all your music. Thank that's
2: you. Yeah, we like call that. it like a Bella boot camp. And my friend Jake and Mira, we all get together and they're like, okay, hey, what do we want to write about? And then all of a sudden we just like are writing all this music and it's so therapeutic. So like
0: you're kind of like Taylor Swift. Like, oh my oh gosh, gosh. I, <laughs> what can I wish. can we say instead of
1: Taylor Swiftie? Swift. How can we say? <laughs> belly. Belly. I love Belly. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so Wait, you met Taylor Swift, didn't you? I did. Um, I Vividly remember seeing that. What did you mean? I her? could
2: actually die. I, I could die by now. No, I would
1: die happy. I don't
2: think you understand. Like, my, my heart rate just went up thinking about it. <laughs> I love Taylor Swift so much. Like, so much. So, I actually got invited to do an event for my business when I was, I think I was like 17 or 18. And it was at the CMA Awards when she still was doing that country is music. That literally
1: my dream to go to the CMA. Like, oh my gosh. just to even attend. Like, it, I love country oh, music. So, oh I would my love gosh. that.
2: It was amazing. So it was the after party. So it was for all the people who had like won awards. They had their after party, and And we had origami owl was there. Origami owl was there. We had a table there, and so listen. I went to go get a drink downstairs from it. I stepped away from my table, and I sat in a booth. There was like a bunch of different tables, and all of a sudden, a woman comes up and was like, "Hey, sweetheart, can I sit here?" And I was like, "Yes." And it was Taylor's mom. It was her mother.
1: You're like, you're like yeah
2: i was like of course you can and then walks up taylor swift's brother austin and he's sitting there too and i'm just sitting here sipping on my drink like speechless trying to act like and she's like totally talking fine. to me. she's talking to me like so where are you from like at talking to me asking me questions and all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye i'm like this is not happening right now taylor swift is walking up to like obviously her with mom. her family, and she's just like dancing. One of her songs came on, she's holding a wine glass, and she was dancing. And then I stood up and like gave her the, I was like, Can I give you a hug? She's like, Oh my gosh, of course, you look so beautiful. I love your outfit. Aww. And I was like, My legs I'm started literally like shaking up. Like, this is so cool. It was, she was so nice, like unbelievably nice. And then, yeah, she was just, dancing and the rest of the night she just kept telling her brother she's like austin dance with me and he seems like a little bit like shy he's like no no like sitting down and she's just like totally just Just dancing exactly how you would feel she would be like a little
0: quirky but like totally cute and herself
2: Yes, that's so. Incredible. I
0: love that. Incredible,
2: so good. and I could die happy now. You could so, die. You met Taylor Swift. Are you so going yeah. in
0: March? Yeah. <laughs> am
2: I going in March? <laughs> I literally would like sell my firstborn child. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I yes, I am going to the opening night. That's so of fun. her oh concert. I we
0: were it. on hold for like three hours. We, we met, didn't me get too.
1: We tried for three days. So all I,
2: the only reason I was able to get tickets is I have the sweetest neighbor. So she knew that I didn't get selected, and she was buying them for her daughter. And I called her, I was like, Hey, if there's like any extra, like let me know. She calls me and she's like Bella, run here right now. I can buy two more tickets. She thought she could only get like two. So I literally sprinted out of my house in my pajamas, no shoes, and I get there and I just I was like, take my money, put my card in. I don't care. I'll buy all of these. I was like, buy any seats that you can, like, I don't care. And so I was able to get seats tickets
1: I was oh so excited. my gosh if you so, ever if you find any connections and find more yeah, oh my gosh tell your neighbor I will run to her house
0: too <laughs> I will run <laughs> so like, I don't like, care about my <laughs> way. but people have just been upselling them like a thousand dollars now and it's I'm like kind of ridiculous for like the like and I'm like terrible. I want do I want to go yes yeah not really like a thousand dollars per ticket I like, like parking lot party Park- yeah, yeah. <laughs> no literally so like literally. I'll be outside the stadium like I'm, out. I'm just
1: like praying that something will come available. Lucky
0: girl syndrome. I'm Lucky like, I'm going to get them. It's going like, to happen. Like, I'm yeah. going to get them.
1: I, we've got to find them. Some. It's happening. I feel it. I
0: feel like close to the date, there's going to be people selling their tickets, and then there's going to be a lot of people selling them. So then they're. And
1: honestly, yeah. in the moment I know us, we're just going to be like, let's do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. $100, let's do it. It's Let's just It's,
0: it's going to happen. It <laughs> we threw down on Justin Bieber tickets the night before his concert, oh and then gosh. he canceled oh. it. We're still out there. Still haven't got, still haven't got the money. <laughs> that's because that hurts. Yeah. That yeah. hurts. <laughs> he technically didn't cancel it. He postponed. Yeah, it. Yeah, of course. But, but now what, for like six years.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Now
2: it's
0: canceled. <laughs> so now we should get our money back. Hopefully. 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 Yeah. Day. Wild. Oh my
1: gosh. That's so cool. Did you meet any other cool people that night? Oh my goodness. Yes. There was so many.
2: Just everybody like Florida Georgia line. Oh. Lucy Hale was there. I remember talking I to her. She's so super cute. I know. That's um, so cool. Carrie Underwood. Oh, wow. But we did another party, another celebrity party a couple months later and I helped J-Lo make a locket J-Lo.
1: You're like, okay. Yeah.
2: And then the coolest thing was she ended up wearing it and got like captured by the paparazzi. And I was flipping through a magazine and right there in the front and center was my locket that I was freaking out. Oh yeah,
1: my gosh. You can die happy. You, yeah. can, die, you can officially super, die happy. That is so super happy. Awesome. Yeah, that's really, really I, cool. I yeah. got Navy an origami owl for Aww. Christmas and she's obsessed. She's obsessed with it. Obsessed. Aww. She loves Ariel. Yes. So I did like the whole princess the thing. Disney. And she is obsessed with it. That but it's like so really hard. special. She's like, I can't wear it in the shower. Like she like, she, <laughs> oh, she's of that is so she's, cute. I like saved it for her very last gift. And I like put it like in the tree because you oh, have like the cute yeah. little like fortune yes. box. So I like put it like on the tree and I actually forgot until the day after Christmas. I like went to look at my tree and I was like, <gasps> I forgot to give her this. So I was like, Niva, I have one more special present for you. And she was so happy. So God, awesome. it was really cool. so awesome. She's obsessed cute. with Ariel.
0: She <laughs> I love that. She's is so you mentioned earlier your guys's infertility journey yes so do you want to kind of start at the beginning um we know you've been yeah. trying for like four and a half years so yes. you want to just kind of jump into that
2: Yes, it has been a whirlwind and it's something you never think that is going to happen to you. Like I, I just like my, your whole life you think like, I'm oh, like be a mom. It just like happens like that. Yeah. Like it's so easy. And so yeah, four and a half years later, it has not happened. But so
1: did you, sorry, did you guys start trying right when you got, got married, married? So or like
2: we waited two years. Okay. We wanted to wait two years yep. so we can like, you know, enjoy a married yeah, life. Totally. And then, yeah, after two years we started trying and it was yeah, it was really like around like a year and a half that we yep. started yep. trying. Um but yeah, so after a year of like nothing. Yeah, were you like this is weird like Well, I had read online they're like don't go to a fertility clinic a until year, one year. yeah, till you hit like a year because sometimes it takes up to a year. Yep. And so I was like, okay, you know what? It's fine. And nothing's wrong. Like yep. I'm so healthy, I'm young, like everything's going to be fine. And then I went to a fertility clinic at a year and that was the first time a doctor was like, yeah, This isn't good. He's like, this is actually not good at all. You need to do IVF. And me and Dallin looked at each other and we started laughing in front of it. We're like, you just want us for like our money. You just want us like, to do IVF. You just want us to do IVF so you could get our money and all this stuff. And like that, it's a scam. Like we're it's not. It's a scam. I literally thought it was a scam. You're like, we're not
1: doing this. I was, like,
2: yeah. That's, I, I looked at Dallin I'm like, we need to find a new doctor. This is ridiculous. I'm 22 years old. Like, like I don't need IVF. No. Yeah. And so then we went to a new doctor, did all the blood work over again. And I was like, all right, I'm excited. Like he's going to be like, you're so healthy. Everything's looking great. Just keep on trying a couple more months. It's going to be fine. And he was like, well, do you want like the bad news? And I was like, yes. He's like, so you have basically, you're in menopause. <laughs> and he's like, your body is like a 40-year-old woman. And I was like, wait, what? I'm 22 years old. Like, How does that even happen? What are you
1: talking about?
2: So I have something called diminished ovarian reserve, where basically your body like doesn't produce a lot of follicles. So follicles are what turn into eggs. Eggs are what turn into babies. Like I normally just call follicles eggs. Like people who don't don't understand. But basically, so like in order to do IVF, what they do is they go in and they take out as many follicles as they can. And then they try to fertilize them to create embryos. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the three times that I've gone to do IVF, it has been unsuccessful because I have... Either one follicle, which most women when they go to do IVF have around 12 to 20 follicles. Like I have a friend who just went and did IVF and she got 60 follicles, which ends up turning into like 20 20. healthy eggs, you know, or embryos. Yeah. And then they're graded. And, yeah, and they're yeah. all graded. It's a whole process. And so every time, the, so three times we've tried to do IVF, and two of the times I ended up having no follicles at all. So like no sign of life. And then one of the times we went in and I had one follicle, and I was like, this is going to be it. Like This, this is it. You know, like, I've never need, had one. Yeah, yeah, all you need is one, right? And um, we ended up, they we did the egg retrieval. They took the, the follicle out, and they... Fertili- they tried to fertilize it. It fertilized for like a split second. And then the next day it wasn't a viable embryo. Was this in Dubai? This, Yeah. Okay. We actually, it's uh, right outside of Dubai. It's a place called Oman. It's, I mean, this has been like the longest story ever. And we've talked about it so much on our YouTube you channel. Have, yeah. We've tried to document the whole thing just because... I felt so alone and I just didn't want anyone else. Yeah. I didn't want anyone else to feel like that. And I also wanted to be able to look back on this one day when I do have my baby and feel like, you know what? This is what I went through. I went through all of this for you. And I want my kids to look at that and be like, look at what I did for you. (laughs)
0: Literally though. It's so true. Yeah.
2: And so we ended up finding a doctor because we were turned away by our second doctor. He was like, there's nothing I can do for you unless you want to use donor eggs. Like,
1: Like, sorry. Yeah.
2: And that was really devastating. And we had tried doing IUI with him and all the different things. Um, and so we found a doctor in uh, in Oman who was amazing, and he specialized in diminished ovarian reserve. Wow! Wow! And it was kind of like we felt like it, like the stars aligned for like how we met him, and it was just like a wild experience. And we did IVF with him three times, didn't work. Um, No, just no eggs, just no eggs. Yeah. No follicles, no eggs, like nothing. And so, yeah, I had to go through like the three, three rounds of like doing all the shots and like all the different medicines and like your stomach blowing up like a balloon and like feeling sick all the time and like just, you know, groggy. Um, I would do it again. Like I would totally do Do it it again again. because I feel like it's so worth it but yeah, it was unsuccessful and it's been super hard just because I feel like all my friends are on like their third, second or third kid or even like their first baby. And I'm like so happy for them, but I want to like experience that with my friends too. I want that too. Like so bad.
1: And you're literally doing everything, like everything you can do. There's been days where I'm literally like,
2: just like on my knees, like praying, like why? Like Like, literally why? Yeah. Like why? And I hope one day, like I understand like why, the why. And like, I feel like I'm we're, we're looking at, like, a bunch of different options of, like, what we're going to do next. We're, like... Completely. Yeah. So, it's just... I feel like we're just waiting for the right, the right thing
1: to come around. And yep. it's going to happen one way or another. So, are you actively, like... Are you actively searching or looking for a doctor? Are you, like, in, yeah. in any process of that? Or are so, you just...
2: We love our doctor so much in Oman and when we're ready to do our next round of IVF, we're definitely going to go back back. back and do it with him just because the staff there, like the people, we just loved it so much. We felt so comfortable. Did you
1: feel pretty safe? Yeah,
2: so safe, so so comfortable, like they're incredible there. So did you,
0: have you had this your whole life or is is this something that has started like when you're in your 20s, like, do you know yeah. any of the? Have you been to, so, like, the OB before and I have heard anything? Or is this, like, the yeah. first time you've heard this?
2: This is what's so frustrating is, like, I had always been so healthy, had a regular period my whole life. And then right after I got married, I ended up losing my period completely. And oh, I was like, "What were is you going on, birth on?" control? No, never been on birth control, nothing like that. So my period went away for two years, and I wasn't like over exercising or doing anything. Were you so going to the doctor? I went like? to the doctor, and I said, "This is like really weird. Like, what's going on?" And no one helped me. Like, they didn't tell me anything, or they didn't at least like suggest like maybe to go to a fertility doctor earlier. And there's a bunch of like what ifs and like if? regrets yeah. that I have now that I know. I feel like in the medical field, like you have to like really advocate for yourself. Like I wish I would have been like, no, like something is wrong. Like this isn't normal. People just don't
1: stop having periods. Yeah.
2: I just felt like something was so wrong and I didn't know what to do and I felt very helpless. And so, um, yeah, I wish I would have like known of that sooner, but yeah, I I don't really know when my fertility started. Maybe I've always had it, or maybe if I would have like done an egg retrieval when I was 19, it would have been
1: amazing. So like you said, there's so many what ifs that you You can't even like go back and regret because you weren't, you weren't ready at that time. And like, that wasn't in your like right immediate plan. And so that's like so hard to have to go back and think that, but yeah there's like, you're such a positive person. At least you like portray that. And that's so cool because like you said, I think a lot of people that like, you don't hear about, you don't hear about like that condition you know like nobody really talks about that
2: yeah no one really talks about fertility i didn't realize how many people struggled with infertility like i had no idea and it really has opened my eyes and i have a different perspective now like even when i do have my own kids one day like how i'll even like share it because i feel like so bad for people who have to go through that it's so hard and so unfair
0: that's what i was going to ask what what do you think are the best things that your friends or people around you can do to kind of help like soften the blow of having kids and hurting your feelings and wanting to support you? Like what are the best things that like we can do as friends it's
2: so hard because like I feel like everyone's so different yeah but I have true. such a sweet friend who actually just announced to me that she was pregnant like this last week um and she actually texted me which it might seem weird for some people but she texted me she's like hey I just really want to like tell you this over text because like I want you to have time to process this but You're I am not on
1: the phone to be like "By the yeah. way," and then you have to like, so you have to like
0: fake your excitement or like yeah you know sadness like that's a good I that's thought a good that point. was so
2: sweet of her to do that and she just texted me she's like I am pregnant I'm like I feel so bad um to like have to tell you this over text but like I just wanted you to process this and like for me I thought that was like so sweet of her to even like be thinking of me when, when this is so exciting for her like that's that so just cool. like shows how sweet she is um but I don't know. It, it, it's just, it's different for everybody. Like I have, I do have friends still that tell me in person. And of course I am so happy for them. Yes. Like so happy. Um, but at the same time, it does sting a little bit every time. Yeah. It's every a little time. hard. It's it's not so much that like I like envy them. It's that like, I also want to experience it with them. Like yes. how cool would it be to like be have pregnant? Have kids the
0: same
1: age. Yeah, the same, yeah. yeah,
2: be pregnant at the same time. And like, there's all the like what ifs in your mind. But I feel like... um you just have to try and stay positive and
1: have you met girls who struggle with the like ovarian reserve? Have you met like people that also yeah. struggle with that?
2: I've met a couple, um, through social media actually. Okay. Yeah. I've been able to connect with some friends online. Um, Laura Beverlyn, I don't know if you guys okay. know oh, her. Is that what she, she has? has? Exactly what I have. And oh, so I've talked okay. to her. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's just wild. Like it's such a like random thing to struggle with, but also like, I feel like any form of fertility, just sucks like it's just awful like um there's people that have like PCOS or people you know what there's people who have like miscarriages over and over and over again and that is just so hard too so it's like it's all just hard in its its own way yeah it's like it'd be hard to have
0: unexplained infertility because then it's like well, yeah. what's wrong exactly like- i have
2: a friend that has unexplained infer- infertility and they've done like multiple iuis and it's just not happening and there's no reason why no. and i'm just like i just feel so bad um but at the end of the day like the one thing that i've like always held on to is hope i really do have like a lot of hope and i feel like that's all you can do when you're struggling with infertility is hold on to hope because there's nothing else there's
1: there's literally nothing else you can do yeah you
2: you just you try everything you can if it's not happening you just hold on to hope and you just know I I mean I just know personally one day I'm gonna be a mom one way or another like I just feel that and And you know
1: that and you always like say that you're like one day like when I have my baby and like whatever that means or whatever that looks like for you guys like I feel like you definitely share that a lot and you're so open with it which is really cool because I feel like Like you said, you can just connect with people in a way different way. And I feel like that's like the one thing we've learned from the podcast. Like we have connected to so many people who share like similar experiences that you would never think of, whether it's like infertility, foster care, sexual abuse, like whatever it is, there's people out there who can connect and like benefit. And so it's definitely one of like the plus sides
0: of social media. Like I think we always talk about like the negatives of social media. Like obviously there are negatives, but there also are a lot of positives of like community and not feeling as alone and like I mean we all have platforms on social media so it's a little bit easier for us to share but think about the girl in Iowa that doesn't have social media at all and she doesn't have friends to talk to about this but then she sees you sharing it and is like wow I'm really not alone like it's a really powerful tool to have. It
2: really is and I've made so many connections because of my infertility journey that I would not have if I didn't share it and I actually didn't share it for over a year like while we were going through it it just it was just like such a much it was too much it was so hard but then once I shared it it was like such a relief Um, and I've had multiple multiple people being like this is like really helped me. Me. I'm not sharing it but like seeing you go through it has helped me so much and so that's just all I could ever hope for is that I at least help one person and yeah that yeah. It, it's just been amazing so I'm so grateful for social media and also when I was going through IVF and I was at like my lowest point um, we ended up posting like our whole infertility journey on YouTube I watched it. and oh <laughs> thank you and the comments literally picked me up like people oh, don't boy. realize the stuff they were commenting like I could cry thinking about it. I I just remember like sitting in bed and feeling like just so down and I went on my comment section and like every single one was so nice and they're like lifting me up that's I just so cool. I felt so grateful because that's not always the case with no, social it's media definitely not. and a lot yeah. of
1: times it's easier to just not even read the comments because it's know, like literally like yeah I don't even want to know but yeah it's cool when you like can open up and people aren't like ripping you apart they're like wow I, yeah. I actually like love you and I'm cheering you on and I'm here for yeah. you which is so neat no I, I've definitely felt that on episodes of the podcast of being like so
0: nervous to share it. And then I remember like not even wanting to share the episode on like my Instagram. Like I don't want people to listen to it or anything. And then posting it was like almost therapeutic, you know, and you feel like you open up like a whole nother side of yourself that nobody else really gets to see, especially like I think that it's hard when you are like a happy, positive person and you're going through something. It's like, you don't want to not seem like you're a happy, positive, grateful person. But also on the other side of that, I'm going through something hard and it's real and it's raw and it connects you to more people in more of, like, a real way, which is awesome. And that is life. Everybody goes yeah. through trials.
2: Like, that's what I always think about is, like, you're not alone. Like, every single person on this earth totally. experiences trials and hard things. And so I feel like as long as we, like, all stick together, like, we're yeah. all going through hard stuff, yeah. you know? Just in it different no- ways. Uh, yeah, yeah, might not be the same. Exactly. And so I just try to hold on to hope and yeah. – yeah. Know it's going to be that. okay one day. I yeah. Love that.
0: So, our goals are to be a mom. Yes. In any way, shape, or form. Do you have any other goals coming up in the next?
2: little bit that you're
0: excited about I mean you have new music coming
2: yes so just my goal is obviously number one is like just to be a mom and to see Dallin as a dad like that is like I cannot wait for that moment just to see him as a dad I know how bad he wants it um yeah to release as much music as I can like just anything that that I'm passionate about and just to keep sharing on social media I just feel like I want to share like the real and raw stuff of Mine and Ellen's life together, and um, hopefully inspire people, and just to stay positive and just keep on traveling and <laughs> have, yep, yep. and working on my business and helping people, and that's I, all I want. We're gonna need to have Bella back on the podcast. I, know. I would love to. You know what? When I'm a mom, I want to come back on the podcast to <laughs> yes. yes. talk about that journey. Bring the baby. Yeah. Oh my baby. gosh, <laughs> I can. Cry thinking about that.
0: (laughs) You're gonna be the best mom ever. Seriously. Thank you so so much for coming on this morning. This was amazing. We're so grateful for you. You guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: We always are like closing whenever we have a guest. We always have them close with us. Thank you, Bella, so much for coming on, and we'll see you guys next week on the Codependent Codependent Podcast.
2: Seeking the truth never gets old.